One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling. I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight down the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Erica, and Erica thinks she might be haunted. Erica, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It is really, really exciting to have you on, because I've only actually had a handful of people who have had, I guess, a similar situation to what you have. And are you able to kind of go back to the first encounters where you think you may have started to become a haunted individual? Yeah, of course. So, I think it would have been roughly five or six, but at that stage, you don't really know the paranormal it was just an odd experience that made me scared but reflecting back on it I know it had to be a paranormal ex- experience um so we're living in like a kind of an old farmhouse and we had the old metal shutters on blinds and I'd always sleep facing the window it's just something I always did as a kid but after this experience I refused to sleep facing a window up until I was 12, 13. I'd always face a wall no matter where I went. So what happened was um, something caught my attention outside and it was these two little boys. They had to have been roughly the same age. Um, All I can recall was that they look like the Oliver Twist era, so like 1830s. Oh, like with with the little um, caps on and everything. Yeah, so I think, yeah, that, and that's what I remember is them having like the little, you know, train hats and the spenders and everything. And I could see them in such detail, but they were white translucent and they were just pointing at me and giggling. Really? And then, yeah, so um, gave me a bit of a fright. And then I was it's kind of like I was stuck in a trance 
And then all of a sudden the blinds had fallen off the hinges and fell, fall to, to, fell to the ground. Um, and then that's what kind of snapped me out of it because the blinds had actually fallen off the hinges. Wow, that's that's incredibly creepy. I'm, you've got a whole bunch of things going on there, and to have that happen when you're five or six years old, that'll be terrifying. Yeah, so I've always kind of questioned, you know, my like not my mental state, but it happens so many. Like I'm what I'm 25 this year, and it happened 20 years ago, and I still hang on to that memory. And it, you question it, like it had to have happened. Like it definitely, definitely had to happen if I've, you know, kept this in my head for so long. And it's. It's an incredible encounter because it sounds like it's happened in perhaps a, a house or a property that has a bit of history with it being, well, I guess it's sounding like it was quite an old establishment that you're staying in. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, like the town is quite an old town. It's like a country town, not made up of many people. And it was just a house that was passed down in families. Um, but we moved out of it when I was seven up to the coast. Did you have any other experiences in that house? No, that's the only one that I can really recall because it was just so out of the ordinary. But I can't remember anything, if anything did happen in that house. But that's all I can remember. Did you ever speak to your parents about that? Or do you have, a, like, a, say, a brother or a sister that may have encountered the same thing? No, like I think I was just so young at that point that I didn't even thing to ask like I think I only realized that it was paranormal when I was about 10 or 11 but the subject was so far gone that I just didn't bother to ask my brothers or mum if they experienced anything but I do remember there was this bathroom in the house that was pink and I hated it it was just such a creepy bathroom and I just remember we never we always took showers we never took baths because I just I hated that room so much. I always say trust your, your gut when you have a feeling like that because I think I think it leads to a lot of energy in a, in a situation like that. And you kind of answered one of the questions that I was going to ask you about, I guess, when you were so young, what you, you thought it was. But it, like you said, you were, it was about 11 or 12 when you realized that may have been something paranormal. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's for sure. And when you saw it at the time, did you? And I know, I know, it was a fair, fair while ago. But what were you thinking when you saw you were able to see through these these children? Fear. It was just like the fact, and I felt embarrassed at first because they were laughing at me, and that's what caught my attention was that they were laughing at me, and then that they weren't. It was nighttime, like it was so. It was just scary the fact that there was kids out there laughing at me and the fact that they just didn't look like a normal kid. So I guess it was like a combination of, you know, embarrassment because they're laughing at me in fear that it's something that I've never seen before. Um, and then it reflected in me always facing the wall, sleeping then on. Yeah. And could you actually hear them audibly laughing? Not that I, I, I can't remember, but it's just the whole demeanor of when, I, you know, when a little five-year-old points at you and starts chuckling at you kind of thing. It was the whole... That's what I remember. Yeah, wow. That, and you know what? For a five or six-year-old, even now, that would be creepy for me. Yeah, definitely. Have you had more experiences like that? Yeah. Um, I would say I've only seen, you know, a couple uh, figures throughout my life. I've just had more unordinary things because, like, the next house we moved to, um, I would have been around eight, and I hated this house. It's still 
in our family, like my grandmother owns it because we moved up. And we call it the longhouse because it is literally a hallway and then parked off to every room, if that makes sense. So So you can kind of see the front door and the back door at the same time? So you walk in and then you look to your left and there's a hallway through and like rooms and then you walk to your right and there's a hallway to the kitchen. So you can literally stand at the kitchen, look down the hall and you'll see the last room and there was about three bedrooms and the bathroom on the left-hand side. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So the house just creeped me up because it's like you had to walk so far to get to that last bedroom and it was just, you always felt like you were being watched in the house. So you felt like there was a presence in there? Oh, yeah, definitely. And then that walk up the hallway was just torture because you just felt eyes on you as you're walking to your room. And because I was the only girl out of three brothers, I always had my own room. Um, And then there was this one night, it sounds like absolutely crazy and I cannot explain it, but I don't know if my eyes played tricks on me, but all of a sudden I could see flying jellyfish in my room and it, it sounds silly but it was like they were like neon lights kind of floating and then they're wearing top hats and bow ties and they were just floating all in my room and I, I was scared like you think it would be such a funny thing to see but I was terrified of what I was seeing and um, I told my mum, like, I begged my mum, like I said, I don't want to have a room to myself anymore. And, like, I asked her if I could please share a room with my little brother. And I did until I was 12. Could you see any detail to to these these flying things in your room? No, it was literally the only way I can describe it is just it's like a jellyfish with the, you know, blob on top and then its little tentacles. But it was just all, like, pinks and purples. But it's just so bizarre because like I'm eight like (laughs) I just don't know how these things just appeared like and it's just like it's not a ghost it's not you know like what is it it was just it was scary because it's just like my eyes were just doing something that I've never done before and I've never had that experience ever again and the fact that it was so terrifying for me and have you ever encountered that what that what it was I guess showing you to be so it was it was the jellyfish did you ever see anything like that ever again oh god no like I've always like I've seen you know like uh mists and dark shadows and stuff but I've never seen you know a colorful jellyfish to where you think it would be you know a happy thing to see but it was in fact terrifying and you didn't have that influenced by anything in your in your life? Like, was it in a book or, or anything like that where it may have been mimicking something? The only, only reference could be SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, other than that, like, no, I just I don't know. I just don't understand how it made me so scared where if, if I'm, you know, one job, it's like a funny kind of thing where in that instance it was scary for me. No, and that's and that's absolutely fair enough. I mean, if I saw something like that, and I think, I think the terror would take over before the intriguing aspect of what was actually going on. Um, and to to experience that again at such a young age, that's that's quite incredible. And for you to, you know, handle it as well as you did, that's that's uh, that's really a credit to yourself. Did anyone else in that house ever see anything like that? No, um, at that stage, no one's ever like told me but the next house we moved to that's when um my family started experiencing things as well so it was a bit of a confirmation that you know what this isn't just me it's 
real kind of thing. Yeah, right. So, Are you able to go into that for me? Yeah, sure. So we moved again to a new house and we weren't there for long. So, you know, didn't wasn't there for long to something to happen. But um, it was oh, about 10 at that point and my mum was with me and I was home because I was sick from school. So I was out in the deck in the sun doing my own thing and mum was out in the garden. And then, so she's in distance, so if she ever called to me, I would hear her perfectly fine. And then all of a sudden I hear this very faint Erica, someone calling my name, and it was like an elderly lady calling out my name and I just, you know, kind of thought it was mum. So I wanted to see what she wanted and she's like, um... No, I didn't call you, but I heard it too. So then that kind of, you know, was like, oh, all right then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that would kind of set in stone that this stuff is actually happening. Yeah. And the fact that that's a whole different house again, that's, that's in, really does give a lot of credit to the fact that you may have something following you and you're not, yeah. because the odds of going into house after house after house and every single one being haunted is, Almost second to none. It, 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 there would be absolutely zero chance that that would ever, ever happen. Yeah, no, that's like, and, and the fact, I can't remember too much of that house because we, we weren't there for long. Like we had to have been there for six months on a six-month lease because it, it wasn't that long at all because then we moved again um, across the town. And this place, I don't reckon this was to do with me, the house, like, like being haunted. I honestly reckon the next house we moved to was just dark right. and evil. Are you? So, can you go into that one for me? Yeah, no, of course. So uh, I really like I was, you know, like eleven or twelve, and I don't know if it's puberty coming out, you know, where you start being mean to your mother, but um, it just tore the relationships apart in the house. Um, it made very things very very tense between my mum and I, and we fought like crazy. But it's not like you know you know normal classic mother and daughter fighting. Like it was evil fighting, and um, she would go off at me sometimes because I would leave my pajamas in her room. But I had no reason to get changed in my mum's room because where the bathroom was, my room was the closest, and then hers. So there's no need for me to do it, and then. It got to the point where she just kept telling me, you know, don't leave your, like, your pajamas in my bedroom. And it get to a point where, you know, she's telling me the same thing over and over again not to do. And I keep, well, she thinks I keep doing it, but I'm not doing it. And it gets to the point where it's like the cracking point. Yeah, that's, that's really tough, isn't it? Yeah. So that was, you know, just, it was as if um, something there was picking fights between everyone. Yeah, the it sounds like it was baiting everyone in that house. Yeah, no, definitely. And, um, you know, me and my little brother run amok, but we used to just bash, bash the absolute hell out of each other. <laughs> but I don't know if that's a sibling rivalry, but it was pretty intense. And then the next thing that happened was the scariest. Um, my elder brothers were picking on me. And as you do when your brothers are picking on you, I like, ran to my room, started crying in my bed. And then all of a sudden I felt a presence come in the room and I initially thought that oh you know it's mum coming in to make sure that I'm okay and then I roll over and it's no not not my mum at all and it, like, oh, I get so shaky every time I tell the story but it was this huge dark figure the, like the size of a door frame and he was just black and buff and had a top hat on you couldn't see any facial features uh he was just dark and he was just 
evil, just, oh, I just felt evil. And then I, I rolled over and I go away, go away and rolled back and it was gone. I just legged it out of that room as quick, as quick as I could to go to my mum. Oh, wow. That's, that's terrifying. So essentially you, you saw like a, an eight foot silhouette with a top hat on. Yeah, basically, but you couldn't see any details. It was just this whole black outline mass, but like, you know, all black, and then you could just see the outline of it. So, this it, did it look like a solid person? Oh, uh, no, it was like a, like a black mass. It was just, there was no solidness to it. You couldn't see through it, but it was just. I guess you can say a really dark cloud of smoke. Yeah. I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the edges were a little bit fuzzy. It, it had the shape of yeah. a person, but you, it wasn't a solid person is what you're trying to say. Yeah, definitely. And what's really interesting about that is it had a top hat on. Yeah, I don't know. And then um, I found out a couple of years ago, like I was watching uh, one of the YouTubers that I really like, and he was talking about like paranormal experiences people have. And he was saying that um, apparently – and then he started talking about that exact thing. And I was like, what? And I'm like, I thought, like, this is the only thing I've experienced. But apparently, it's a dark omen, apparently. That's what I found out later on in life. And then I was like, well, nothing really dark has happened yet. So, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's it's kind of known as the, the hat man. Yeah, I think that's what it, yeah. And we've actually had someone else previously on the show who's had an encounter with the hat man. And he also said that this, this I guess, presence was in... An incredibly tall man. Yeah, it was like a like a mountain, like like he was thick and just tall. And did you ever see that again in that house? No, no, I didn't see anything else. That was the thing I saw. But then after that house, it got so bad between my mum and I that I actually had to move with my dad. Oh wow! So what happened when you left the room? Did you did you tell your your mother? Did you tell your your siblings about what happened? I can't recall telling them. I just, like, I really can't remember. I, I just remember that moment in time. I can't remember what happened afterwards. All I know is, like, I ran to my mum, but I'm pretty sure my mum just palmed me off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't remember telling them at all. How long did you stay in this house after this encounter happened? I can't put a timeline on that. It's just all these little things added up. And then just before I was, was going to hit high school, um, that's when I moved. This is all happening. You're quite young. You're experiencing this all through your life. At what point? Yeah. You're, you're now 12 years old. And what do you think, what is going through your, through your mind now? Well, at this stage, you know, between 8 and 12, I knew exactly what the paranormal was. Um, and I just remember, like, I did have, like, you know, a bit of a fascination around it because it was happening to me and I wanted to know more. But all I recall in that whole, you know, 8 to 12 period is that I was always terrified. I was petrified every house we went to and it got to the point where I would sleep under the duna cover in summer because I was so scared. And I just remember I could never breathe because I would be hiding under the covers and I would sweat so bad. And it got to the point where I was not suffocating myself, but to the point where I'd have to take the covers off and have a, you know, breathe because I just suffocated myself because I was so scared. Yeah, wow, that that's that's so terrifying the way that that's the way that you felt you had to live through that period of your life and that's just terrible. Yeah, definitely. But um it's just, it's not over yet. <laughs> so um 
moved to my dad, you know, thinking things are going to get better. Um, Relationship-wise, my mum and I restored our relationship. Um, She's the best mum I can ever ask for now, which is good. Um, But it never ruined any relationships after that. But um, my dad lives in a really old house, and we do know that there were other deaths in the house. Um, So we don't know if it was, you know, his presence in the house. But dad did say and has confirmed that... um, it's on an old place and at time, when everyone's in bed, you can hear someone walking through the house, just pacing through the house, and um, you can hear the chairs scraping along the ground of a night time as well. And then Dad said that he would clean his reading glasses before bed, put them up, and when he goes to put them on, on in the morning, there'll be fingerprints on them. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, I, so th- there was things already happening that's paranormal. He said that... Some, like my oldest brother lived with him as well, and he said that there'll be times where he thought um, my oldest brother was sneaking out, and Dad will go check on him, and he's fast asleep. But he's heard the whole someone walk through the house and shut the front door. So your dad was having paranormal experiences before you got there. Yeah, so and then you know I started experiencing the same things, and then about fourteen, and I dabbled in something that I shouldn't have because I didn't have the knowledge, and I would never touch one ever again, but I did a wiki board. Oh, no. At that, yeah. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I'm so sorry for anyone that's listening. Um, I regret it so much today. But um, I did a, yeah, I did a wiki board with um, two other of my girlfriends and because um, I can, well, I know, you, you're young and you're like, yeah, let's do this kind of thing. But we didn't, we didn't understand what we were getting into. And um, we were playing and I don't know if it's true, but what we heard was, there's certain things that a spirit can do on the board to escape the board and go into like your realm. And it started doing one of them and we're like, no, 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 we've got to say goodbye. So we went to say goodbye and it is legit as if another person joined the game and put their fingers on the coin and did not want it to say goodbye. And you could see that none of us would like doing it. It was, we all had like, you know, I think it's, I pushed to the coin, trying to motion it to goodbye. And it was just so much pressure that was keeping it not from going. And then all of a sudden that pressure just let go. And we all jolted because of the force and just said, you know, goodbye and packed up the game. I would have been terrified in a moment like that. And being so young doing that, that's what, what was, what was the, the vibe in the room? Oh, there wasn't much of a vibe. It was just, you know, like we couldn't believe what just happened. Like it was as if someone opposite me had joined the game and started, you know, messing with us. But um, we packed it up and that's the next thing that happened. We know that not one of us did it because we were so scared that we didn't leave each other's side. So the coin that we were using was one of the girls' mum's um, like a real old, old coin that was has been passed down in families. And that's why we used it because us being idiots really thought that like, you know, oh, this is an old coin. This might, you know, trigger something. Um, and it did. <laughs> but I put that coin on a laptop bag on a coffee table on one side of the room. And one of the girls asked for it back and I just told her where it was. And she said that it's not there. And I thought she was playing a joke with me. So I went and looked and it wasn't there. And you, like everyone started freaking out because it's just a coin, but it wasn't where I left it. And we searched, and it's, it's not a huge room where we were. And we searched that whole room and couldn't find it. And then we went to the computer room 
task, my dad, and dad knew we were doing it. But he's, we asked him, have you, have you been in there? Have you been messing with us? And he's like, we actually didn't know that you guys were, you know, finished in that room. We thought you were still in there. So we know that they didn't do it. And then we went back in and then we saw it. It had been perfectly placed on the opposite side of the room in the crack of the door, like perfectly symmetrical with the crease line of the door. Oh, that's creepy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, so then that just, we yeah, after that we just, we all slept in the same bed and just never, yeah, we never did it again. So I have to ask, did things get worse after you played with the Ouija board? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, it did. <laughs> it got so much worse. It The footsteps turned into stomping and um, doors started being slammed. Um, there was one time I left the house and I got a phone call from Dad and he said, oh, how long ago did you leave? And I was like, oh, you know, roughly five, ten minutes ago. And he's like, oh, so you didn't leave like two minutes ago. And I was like, no. And he's like, apparently all the front doors just started slamming. Really? So he thought I was having, yeah, he thought I was having a bit of a tantrum, but I had already left the house. And um, there, yeah, so things are being dropped on the lino. Um, there was one time where I came home early from school and, you know, was on the toilet with the door open doing my thing. And then I heard footsteps. I'm like, oh no, someone's home. Quickly got up and closed the door. And then once I was finished, I went out and, you know, say hello to whoever else is home and no one was home. And I was like, oh, all right. I clearly heard footsteps. So I went and sat on the couch and was just texting someone, being like, you know, I'm a bit scared. And then all of a sudden, hear a pen drop. And then I go to find out where this pen has dropped and I can't find the pen anywhere. And then um, around 17, oh, this one, I don't like this one. <laughs> 17, um, my parents, you know, put faith in me and started leaving me to be home alone while they go traveling overseas while I still finished um, year 12. And there was one time that they left me. And if us kids ever forgot the key, there's a certain way you can get in the house. Um, it's very challenging, but it's doable. Um, but it's such a distinct sound that you'd know it if you know exactly what's happening if you heard it. And I heard it. So I heard um, some pipes clinkering. I heard the old string window open. I heard the indent of someone climbing into the sink. And then I heard someone jumping on the floor. And then I heard someone walking through the house. Um, I did not click paranormal. I actually thought someone had broken into the house while I'm 17. I'm home alone. Um, I remember I had my hand on the door and I was crying. And I'm like, just, you know, just go out there. Like, just do it. Like, you got to get them and stuff. And I had the courage and went out and no one was there. All the doors were locked. The window was shut. Everything was was locked. It sounds like this thing is trying to torment you. Yeah, well, Dad agreed that with that house, um, things really happened when you're on your own. So, unfortunately, nothing ever happened when you're in the presence of someone else. 
Um, and that's something dad can agree to. It gets worse when you're on your own. Does that make you kind of wonder if these things are really happening? Yeah. Oh, oh I, I question it all the time. But then at that moment, it's real. But then when you look back, you're like, is it real though? Like, how can that kind of stuff happen? And it happens so much because then after that, um, while they were still gone, you know, the back door kept being open and that's where it triggers in your mind, like, no, someone's, you know, someone's out there messing with me. Um, but then it was the creepier side where if I ever went into my, you know, my parents' room or my own room and as soon as I crossed that threshold, I would just get this horrible feeling and I would start crying because I got so scared. So was there, did you feel like a presence or something in the room? I guess you can say that, but it's just like you're feeling fine, you're feeling happy, and then you walk over that threshold and then you're like, something's not right, like, and it hits your gut and then you just, your eyes start tearing up and you just can't control yourself. How long did that go on for? Was it the entire time that you're in that house? Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, the entire time, especially when you got left alone. So my parents left me another time. So they left me for a month each time. So I was on my own <laughs> for a month dealing with that kind of stuff. That's that's incredible. I mean, that's that would be such a it, it would feel like you're walking on eggshells is the only way I can really put it because these things are happening. You're not sure if they're real. You're not sure if they're happening, and you would really start to question. I would start to question my sanity. Of is this actually happening? Is something going on here? Am I am I kind of making things up yeah no that's exactly how i felt and then um what's odd is we got a dog and we've never had a dog in like my dad being with my dad we i was one of those things where they're like no you're not getting a dog and i just brought a dog home i'm like oh we got a dog um but as soon as we got her everything stopped and we haven't had anything happen since at that house really yeah i don't know the cat the cat used to react the cat used to hiss at walls um, but as soon as we got the dog, it just stopped. I think there's, you know, occasional c- couple creaks, but that could be just the old house. Um, but even dad agrees that once we got Maple, things really just stopped. Yeah, that's that's weird. It's 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 kind of like the dog is the saviour of that house. Yeah, pretty much. She's a saint. But um, no, unfortunately, once we got the dog, I moved to Melbourne for uni um, and I moved to this, you know, new apartment, newly built, um, I'm like, oh, you know, nothing's going to happen. I feel, and I'm very, very cautious where I live now because I refuse to live in old places. Um, Do not blame you. Do not blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I moved to this new apartment with like my ex-partner and um, everything was fine for a while until around the time that my grandfather passed away. Um, that's when it, it started sparking up again. So at this stage, I'm 19. Um, and at first, so at first it was, um, things was just start going click, click, like as if cupboards keep getting open and shut. Um, the kettle would be turned on by itself. Um, there was one time where I was baking a cake and my hair got tugged as if someone You're was kidding. behind me and yeah, no one was there. And then, um, there'll be times where, you know, we'll have arguments and we'll go to different rooms and I would hear footsteps coming to me. You know, I'm thinking it's him coming in to apologise to me, but there's no apology. <laughs> um, and then I'll get scared and go back into the room, and then he would say that he heard the exact same thing, except footsteps 
coming to him and he thought it was me coming to apologize. Wow, that's that's in that's insane. Yeah, so then it started sparking up again and then this next thing is a bit, you know, close to my heart. Um it's not scary. It's just very humble experience I had. Um one night um I woke up and it's one of those things where you wake up and you're wide awake but you're not like you don't have to go toilet, you're not thirsty. You're just questioning, like, why have I woken up and I'm wide awake? And I roll over and there's this, um, like, no resemble of a ghost. Like, it was just a solid person standing in my doorway. And um, it was soothing. It was so soothing. And it was just made me feel happy and, like, unsafe. And then I just rolled over and went to sleep. And then um, in the morning I was saying like what happened and um, I said that it was just so I couldn't get over how soothing it was and I said you know it was kind of a combination of my brothers he was very tall I knew exactly what he was wearing I said um, he had to have been a year older than me and then um, uh, once I like you know shared the information I went and had a shower and I sat on the floor and just really thought about it and tried to think about who it could be so the backstory to this is that my mum actually had a stillbirth right before me um, and this boy looked like a year older than me and, like, my brother was meant to be a year older than me. And as soon as I connected those dots, um, a figure left my bedroom and went up the hallway as if to confirm you're correct. That's kind of poetic, really, isn't it? Yeah, and that was just after I lost my granddad. So, like, you know, I was going through the first big death I've ever experienced. So I wasn't handling it that good. Um, And then, yeah, I'm not sure if it was, but I connected the dots and then saw, you know, a figure leave my bedroom. So, Do you think it may have, could have been a a younger version of your grandfather coming to say goodbye? I never thought of it like that. But, yeah, because... That's what I described with he's very tall and like my grandfather was a mountain. Like I hope my kid doesn't have his legs because I'm gonna be <laughs> tiny compared to him. But um but it could have been. I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't put it past that. It might be worth looking at some some photos of your, your grandfather when he was a younger man and seeing if you could see any resemblance to that. Yeah, no, because I have it so vivid in my head what he looked like and what like and what he was wearing as well. Yeah, that's that. It, it might be just might be worth looking into because I mean either way I mean both of those in, whatever way you you read that encounter it's a it's a really beautiful encounter yeah and that's why like I want to really distinguish like it's nothing scary like it was such a humble like I'm cherishing it because of either way it is like you said I'm cherishing this memory that I had um, because it was just out of all the bad paranormal experiences I've had this is just. A humble one. You need to have some good ones in there. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't think any good one, unfortunately. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so then, you know, um, after that one, um, as you do, you break up and you move on. So I moved in with one of my best friends and another girl. And this girl, she could actually see things. Um, so that actually confirmed so much of what was going on in my life. And um, this house, also a new house, <laughs> like newly built in Footscray and um, oh, it's just the way to explain it is that mine and the girl's um, bedroom was upstairs and my best friend, she was downstairs. 
So it was one of those staircases where it was like a U shape um, to go upstairs. And as soon as you hit a certain point on the bottom floor, you would feel like someone's watching you. And then you'd walk up the stairs and you would still feel like someone's watching you until you hit that corner. And then that whole feeling would go. The night we moved in, um, you know, you, I, don't, I don't know if this was the exhaustion, but it's what I saw. So I was sleeping in, you know, I just set up my, like, I'm a very determined person. Like, I set my bedroom up that night because I'm, so, I'm such an organized person. And um, so I was sleeping in my bed. And one of those things, again, where I just woke up, but it's not like a soothing wake up. I was, you know, alarmed. And I looked over to my right in the corner in the door. There's a dark figure just in the, you know, corner of the bedroom. And it's one of those things where you get, you get startled because you didn't expect to see that when you woke up. And then I rolled over and it was gone. Um, but that was creepy that, you know, like the first night we moved to this place, I see something. Yeah, wow. And that's kind of it letting you know I'm here with you, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Do you think it was the same shadow person that you saw at the previous residence? Like the one, that really, really scary one that was when I was like 12, 11? Yeah. No, this wasn't nearly as big. This was just thin and like at least my height, like I'm 5'3", so it was short. Um, But no, it wasn't the same. It was a quick instinct and then I'm like, oh, like as if it was watching me sleep. What? Did did you tell the the friend who's able to see things about yeah. this? Yes, I told her. Um, I told her everything I experienced, everything I felt, um, and she said that she, um, what she experienced was scratching in her closet. And she did. We shared a bathroom, um, and she said that she has seen something in the bathroom, but she refused to tell me because she didn't want to scare me. And like she told me, you know. A, fair bit of scary stuff so i think this whatever she saw had to have been absolutely terrifying it's not only you experiencing things in this brand new house it's it's someone else that you're living with as well yeah and then um her mum came to stay and she could you know see things as well a lot better than her daughter and there was a weekend that i think i was going home to my dad and i i you know said to my friend's mum, like, oh, you're welcome to sleep in my bedroom if you want to because I'm not going to be here. I'll show you to the sheet and go ahead. And she was, like, really grateful. Um, and she said that when she was staying in my bedroom, um, my door handle was shaking as if someone was trying to get in um, every night that she slept in there. And then she said that she went to go to the bathroom and as she opened the door, there was a dog laying in front of my door. Um and like, like not like a normal, like not a live dog, like a ghost dog was at my door. Really? And then, yeah. And then as you hit my door, I have like a picture frame of like my family, um, friends and Maple, like my dog. And she said, she looked at it and she's like, it kind of looked like the dog. I'm like, well, I know it's not Maple because Maple's still kicking it. Um, and then I'm trying to think, you know, what dog would be following me and, and like what would also look like maple and I have a, you know, a best friend in Canada with literally twins and um, she had a, okay, um, Australian shepherd that kind of looked like maple because maple was a Kelsey Cross lab and maple was brown and Haley's dog was um, brown and white. And that was the only connection that I could do. So I sent a picture to my roommate saying, um, I'll pass this along to your mum because that dog did die. And 
she sent it to her mum and her mum said, that's the dog. Oh, that wow. That's the dog that was sitting at your door. Um, and that wasn't the first time the dog showed its presence. Um, my roommate said that at times she would open the door to go to the bathroom and the dog would be in our hallway just sleeping. And then um, the creepy, you know, where it aligned up with everyone was, um, you know, I'm uni, staying up late at night time and um, I was on the street side of the house and it was about one thirty in the morning and um, my best friend, her partner, had a um, like a work car obviously had work tools in it, expensive work tools, and I could hear someone breaking into the truck. So I like looked back at the blinds, saw this person, and I'm like, oh, like I'm not going to go out there because it's foot to grey, but um, I'm going to run down and wake him up and be like, someone's breaking into your car, but at the time he got out there, the person left. So um, all us three knew of it, except for my mate that can see things. So in the morning, I went in there and I was like, oh, like, I'm going to tell you this. And she was like, oh, what time did that happen? And I said, oh, about 1.30. She's like, around that time, she heard a growling noise. You're kidding. Yeah. So we connected it. Maybe it's the dog was trying to alarm her to wake up for it. It, it sounds like it's a protector. Yeah, no, definitely. But that was the last time we saw of it. Um, yeah, I never saw it. That's for sure. That's really interesting because I've never heard of anyone ever encountering a um a, a ghost animal. So that's really fascinating, Erica. Yeah, like I wish I saw it. Like that would be amazing, but it's just what like they told me. And then um, I think the last thing to happen in that house was um, something. I think it's just of a spirit that I wasn't meant to see. Um, I was sleeping facing the cupboard because I don't face windows <laughs> and um, I just wake up and then I'm literally dead looking at it. It's like a um, an Aboriginal man with dreadlocks um, and he is like a green mist, not um, like bright green, just a mercury green mist at the end of my bed. And it was like as if I wasn't meant to see him and he slowly walked past my bed, but as he was walking past my bed, he just slowly drifted off like, down, down, down to the floor until he disappeared. So, like, I've seen, you know, translucent white ghosts, dark black ghosts, and now I've seen green <laughs> um, <laughs> mist ghosts. I see them all. That's that's quite interesting because it almost sounds like it's it's trying to travel a path that was previously there because, you know, there's this theory that you see ghosts walk through walls and through floors because there was a building previously there that it's reliving those moments and potentially it could have been going down a staircase of a an old building that was living there and it's just reliving that path yeah no, that makes yeah that makes complete sense erica you've lived such a, a fascinating life and i think there's there's one thing that's kind of glaringly obvious to me is that you're you're extremely sensitive to i guess the the spiritual world and I'm, I I think you might have a little bit of a um, I you might have some psychic abilities. Yeah, well, I think it's all ended to be honest. Like I'm not sure. Like um, that green ghost was the last one I've seen, and the last thing I've fully experiencing. I'm just experiencing um sleep paralysis. I can't pronounce it right. Sorry, sleep paralysis now. And you think that's just something that's completely not connected to, to anything that you've previously had? I reckon it's connected. I, deep down, I've never had them. And I had my first one in 
Canada around the time when I was living with my ex-partner. Um, it was a gremlin racing on the bed. Um, and then the next ones are all just um, dark figures trying to climb through windows to get me. Um, but the last one I had was in uh, May and it was an alien. So that was, <laughs> um, I have a huge view of aliens. So um, this was um, the most scariest. Out of all the ghosts, the alien was the most scariest of having that hovering over my bed. Yeah, I um, I would be with you in that same boat because I think that would be more terrifying than the uh, than the ghosts or, or anything like that. Uh, just because I feel like the, the alien could grab you and a ghost can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's really interesting because I mean, it's a lot of people do believe that sleep paralysis is connected to the paranormal world. They believe it's. Um, I've had people on the show before, and they their their theories are that it's a a connection between the two realms, and you're kind of stuck in the middle of it. And it's there's nothing to say that that's a right or wrong um, answer. A lot of people do believe that sleep paralysis is just simply a, a scientific explanation and there's there's every chance that it is but there's i i do believe there's a little bit of credence to the fact that it is somehow connected to the the paranormal world yeah no i i definitely agree there's there's some type of connection but since then i'm just having you know those kind of figures in my room but it's more of a sleeping like um bad dreams but now that like i'm pregnant i'm just having nightmares but i just think that and you know what <laughs> my my wife was the same when she was pregnant she would have nightmares all the time. So I um I wonder if there's something to that with being pregnant. Yeah, no, it's amazing because um I just never used to be oh, you know, I have a couple of nightmares here and here, but I think I'm about nearly twenty weeks and I I'm ha- I can't like my sleep is so bad because I'm having such bad nightmares. I should put you in touch with my wife. She'll be able to tell you all about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I need it's my first task. I don't know what I'm ready for. <laughs> Well, Erica, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing those, um, sharing your life story essentially with us. It's it's a fascinating life, and um, I I'm glad that you're you're not seeing the 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 ghosts in in basically every place that you're going to, and you're not having the the negative connections to them anymore. And um, I I really do hope that the uh, the sleep paralysis starts to, I guess, lessen. Because yeah. that would be absolutely terrible to have for for how long it may go for. Yeah, no, definitely, especially with you know the bub coming into the picture now. I just, I just hope to God that she she cannot see anything. Man, I hope she's not burdened with what I can see. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au. Or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash Believe UFO Radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness and they come in five different flavors. They're 
so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 